0: And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are, everybody. Hi. good to be with all of you. I hope you're doing well, my friends, wherever you're listening to this. Are you on the road? You can still drive, you know. You're probably not at work, which sucks. But maybe today we will brighten your day. I'm here with Zuckerman. I'm here. Zuckerman's here. You know, for a long time, Zuckerman, uh, listeners have said, you know, you guys should just talk. You guys, just you. You just talk. And this morning, our guest uh, canceled at the last minute <laughs> from the East Coast. <laughs> I won't say it. He's coming back. And I thought about honestly. I thought about not doing a show. You know, one of the th- nice things now about my company producing this show is I don't feel beholden to anyone. And I thought, and I, as you you and I were texting back and forth this morning, I said, you know, I don't. We don't need to do a show. There's not, We don't. Right now, we don't have advertisers. We don't have uh, podcast one on our back to produce a show every week. I, I'm the boss. You and I have this show. We can do whatever we want. And then I said, you know what? I'm not going to do a show. Not going to do it. And then I went in to put my uh, socks on and put my shirt and get dressed. And, and then I thought about you folks listening there. And I went, oh, you know what? God damn it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> hard. A, do a show. It's going to be a lot more fun without a guest to interview. Um, and so we're here, and I told you that. I, I called up Zuckerman, and I said, hey, do you want to do a show? He said, yeah, let's do a show. Let's do it. 10 o'clock. And we're hot. We've got listener uh, questions, Zuckerman? Yes. By the way, we had a uh, an inquiry uh, from a very big advertising firm last week who wants to take over the show and fill it full of ads. And I did not say no, but in the conversation, I... I don't know. I just felt like during this quarantine, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want I don't want to read uh, hair ads for, you know, everything for our audience is because it's all dudes. Right. You know, we have mostly dudes following us and listening. Do you can you speak this morning? I can
1: speak. You oh. told me not to interrupt you. Oh, now, for once, I'm not interrupting you. And now you're not happy. You're like no, a I'm woman. never happy. You should you're know like that a woman. <laughs> I am a
0: woman. I'm totally a woman. Now I forget what I was even saying. Oh. We're gonna talk about advertising, so, about yes. hair, about mm. penis so, pills. So of course you pills. know what they wanna load the show up with dick pills. Dick pills. You know <laughs> the uh propicia and whatever the hair what's pills the shit dick pills. <laughs> Look at you laughing. <laughs> We're already on a roll here. Hold that mic up so we can hear you. I'm counting money. And what's the other stuff you put on your hair? The uh, the oily stuff. Rogaine. Rogaine. Okay. Both those came off their copyright. So the generics are out, so it's a field day for anybody who wants to go in this business. You and I could go in this business and sell keeps and all this other We're crap. We're gonna have pills that so you fix your hair in. Your dick yeah. It grows hair and ruins your bonus. It's a
1: mashup. It's a mashup. up Yeah. <laughs> it, gives you, it gives you kind of mass to you too. You, you get man in,
0: boobs. You put <laughs> them in the grinder and you just snort them up just twice a day. And, and the everything. hair springs out of your nose <laughs> and your dick. Yeah, how does it know where to control the hair? But doesn't that mean hair is just gonna grow everywhere? How does it only grow hair? on top of your head. <laughs> anyway, I didn't, I, I didn't want to read those ads. And I was honest with the guys. I, said, I, I don't know if I, I'm not a big fan of pharmaceutical companies. I don't trust them really, and I, I don't want to help them, right? So no. but may, maybe at some point we'll start doing ads again, just not just not now. Right? I could use the hair pills. You could use the dick pills. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could use the hair pills.: you got I mean, plenty of hair. I've got a ton of hair, but still, you know. Who knows what's going to happen Fear after this? Of hair insecurity? Not really. Is it, it's, hair's an interesting conversation, isn't it? We're both married men. What does it matter? Because I don't want to look old. <laughs> you know, it's the old saying,
1: I don't feel my age until I look in the mirror. And, and the lack yeah. of hair is one of those
0: things. It's never the mirror for me. It's photography. When I look at a well, picture of myself. Thing. Yeah. Same thing, but worse. Anyways, here we are. I bet you're really happy right now dick pills (laughs) hair pills um yes we may we may we have to at some point i guess take on some advertising but right now hanger 56 my company is going to take care of this for all of you and we're going to be ad free with the exception of the covid uh charity ads that we've been doing from time to time chronic caliber has a uh, watch auction where they're donating proceeds and there was a skateboard shop in in Silver Lake that I like and uh, Matt Jacobson's company is selling masks. You know, if there's something like that, I will probably say yes to it. Other than that, we're commercial free for the time being. Now, look, McDonald's calls up tomorrow (laughs) and says, look, we're going to dump a boatload of cash into this thing. And as well they should, as our listener numbers are just going through the roof, Zuckerman. As well they should. Then maybe I'll uh, reconsider that. Money, money, right? Money talks. But, money talks. I like money, but I don't like the ads. I don't like hearing I don't like them ads, in. Cash,
1: uh, but I like money. You okay. like money? Well, we'll think about it.
0: Um, I uh, just handed
1: I, you fourteen hundred dollars in cash.
0: Yeah, you did, and
1: that was for um, well, my share of car repairs.
0: It's interesting, yeah. I mean, that, this is plan Z stuff, but you and I, when the quarantine started, I called up Anthony Lehner and I said, why don't we just start running cars into exotic motor car and fixing all the things that were broken with my cars, your cars and our cars. Right, and then we just came to. There was a bill, and Anthony put the
1: bill together without knowing whose cars are who. So, and it's just a jumble of numbers and cars. And I took a. And you said you want to split it fifty fifty, and I knew there were more of my cars. And I, I gave it a quick eyeball, and I said I think I got two thirds of this. And that's kind of the way that Plan Z works the best when you're not there with your with your abacus, with your calculator, with your slide rule, trying to get to the penny what anybody owes. Yeah, just, just just carve it up easy. anyway, and let's pay. Yeah. And, you know, you gotta wear these things like you know an old pair of jeans or a comfortable pair of sneakers. You can't be too strict about it; otherwise, you'll go crazy. Or you know,
0: you, well, you, well, look. Let's speaking of crazy. Here's mm-hmm. another example. That's that's handling the financial part. Um, a few weeks back, the GT2 RS was returned to us from Mois. It Looked like someone took a sledgehammer to the chin spoiler. <laughs> a level of scratch that was unacceptable to drive the car. So I brought it to Anthony. It was one of the cars we did. And I'm glad you point that out, because it's not that it can can be scratched,
1: but it has to be acceptable. There are certain, you know, little minor scratches you're going to get on a chin spoiler, but when it actually has been disfigured (laughs) and it's been torn. I forget what the damage to that one was. It was a tear. It was like a giant shark uh, bite out of
0: it. Right. Like a tooth. So I said uh, to Anthony, uh, get this. He found it. By the way, Porsche Beverly Hills, couldn't find it. The, like, I, I can get one right now. It's in South Bay. I'll have him drive it right up, put it on. Pinged Moise. He's like, you know what? I did it. Uh, just send me the bill. Money very, bags. Huh? Money bags. <clears throat> but very honorable. Uh, we, we we put it on, and he sent Anthony the money for it. Um, you know An interesting thing that was also going on with that car that still isn't resolved, by the way, that that Anthony couldn't really get to, is the air intakes on the side over the rear fenders. I guess they get rocks in them. They're little carbon fiber kind of add-ons, and they rattle like baby rattles. And there's no code, I guess, for the removal of them, so Anthony didn't want to jump in and remove those. But have you ever noticed that? I have, but we should give it to Greenberg. Oh, this would, uh, this make, would make you. Him. This would make you crazy. I'm glad I shouldn't have told you. You have the white one too. They're clean, but when you close the door on both sides on the other ones, it goes. <laughs> I'm going to listen now. I wish you hadn't told me that, but I'm going to listen. Well, Beverly, again, I put it on the list of the next thing that goes on. Okay, now Mois takes the car with the brand new chin spoiler for several days. That's for it. several days, That's it. right? Short period. You know, he had it for a couple of weeks. And then I said, look, I, I'm running out of press cars in a few weeks. Why don't you just drop it back? My my boys really want to go for a ride in it. He returns the car after all the drama with just returning the car and I can't Uber and everything else. But he returns the car. Yeah. It's missing a front tooth in the chin spoiler. Again. The, it's exactly, exactly the same. If you punch someone in the front teeth and they lose their one of their front teeth, that's what it looks like. Like someone, like a raccoon, took a bite out of it. Like someone took a little saw and sawed off a tiny square. <laughs> the new one, Zuckerman. I know. Mark
1: Mark was detailing the car, and he sends me a picture. He goes, what
0: the? Yeah. What, what is this?
1: <laughs> and also the, the mesh that attaches behind the yes. spoiler, the air intake mesh, that's also disconnected.
0: I reconnected that stuff. I know how to do that. So the three tabs that the chin spoiler hook into, I I know how to do that, and I reconnected that. That's fine. But I called Moise and I went, "What the fuck?" (laughs) He said, "You know what? My driveway. I don't know." And he was, you know, he was upset about it, and he understood my upset about it. And then I, he goes, "What do you? Well, what do you want to do? Just go have another one put on." (laughs) I go, "You know what, Moise? I can't. Let's just." You know, at some point this year, this car will go in for servicing. And at that point, I'll say put a new chin spoiler on it and don't worry about it. I didn't want him to have to pay for a second one. When, you know. I wonder
1: if they can kind of do a little bit of plastic uh, (laughs) welding, a little bit of a temporary surgery. Uh, We should have kept the last one. We we should keep a collection and then just put them. You know, you know, like uh, like shark mouths, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. teeth,
0: we can just hang them on the wall as decoration. My eyesight is really starting to go, so I I don't I tend not to see that stuff anymore. And if I don't see it, it doesn't bother me as Imagine, much. But.
1: Remember, you had a nine nine six GT three, which did not have. <laughs> A lift kit. Now, um, now everyone should know this. GT2 RS has a lift. You press a fucking button, and the car goes up and makes it really hard to do this kind of a damage. There were cars, there were early 997 GT3s didn't have lift kits, and your 996 GT3 didn't have a lift kit. You had to become expert at angling and, and avoiding this painful scrape, and I used to take it. It was a challenge to me to be able to negotiate all sorts right. of of uh, driveway aprons and dips and not scratch it. and And I hated what that sound when it happened. I would be beating myself up for yeah, days. Yeah, it's
0: not good. Well, I know the difference between the different scratches. It's a, kind of the. Kh- but it's the one where you're coming down into your driveway. If right. it catches the front, right, and then that's it where it tears under. everything off. Yeah. On the 996, that thing would just fly off. That was a constant problem. But like you said, you learn the choreography of your drives. Carrera GTs are the same thing. Oh. You have to plan your drive as not to lose the of, of bottom
1: the Carrera GT did not have a plastic lip on it. Right. It just yeah. had the car. Yeah. It just had the car for you to fuck up. Um, you know, I, for for two minutes, I had that uh, I had that five twelve uh, Ferrari, mm-hmm. uh, the BB, yep. and uh, that
0: had just a fiberglass front lip. Talk about delicate. <clears throat> Talk about uh, fucking up cars. What happened down in Mexico? Did you drive <laughs> down to Mexico? You yes, didn't... I did. I, and as this my so, habit, the car that I
1: take down to Mexico for that long drive is the 2003 E39 BMW M5. That is my freeway crusher. It's incredibly comfortable, incredibly powerful, perfect handling, and it just eats the miles up. And in, Also eats other things. Yes, in the time of COVID. <laughs> I'm the, closing the gate because okay. it's a little loud. In the time of COVID, with very little traffic, I went from... This garage to my house in Baja in two hours and 45 minutes, which is unheard of. There are times that drive with traffic can take five hours. This, I ate it up in two hours and 45 minutes. Now, if you do the math, I probably was exceeding the speed limit considerably the entire time. <laughs> but on the, Probably? On the way back, hmm. there is a straight stretch of perfect road on the toll road in Baja. There was nobody on the road, and I was going well i don't really want to say but maybe 140 and uh <laughs> is this at, on the mexico side yes it's on the mexico side i think that's side. okay to say on the mexico and the, side on the mexico side and this car is pulling hard in 6th gear at 140 and then i was kind of slowing up and i saw a bird coming from my left coming from from about 10 o'clock high and he came right in front of the car i don't think he expected my speed and he went he dove down in front of the car and i did not see mm-hmm. him again so i didn't really know what happened i didn't feel anything but i pulled up to the toll and the guy was telling me in spanish that i had an an ave in the front of my car and and, and then he said pajaro which i know is bird and he said he basically and then we switched to english and he said you have a bird in your logo <laughs> and I said <laughs> and, and and I went around so I I I pulled forward I got out of the car and in the right kidney grill I had a bird lodged in there Was and it, it was still sad. alive No he was he was well dead and and it was perfect cuz he was facing forward like like an old style hood ornament he was, fa- and I could have kept him. What kind in- of bird? A starling. I don't Birds. know. He had a. He had a. He was a blackbird. Uh, <clears throat> I'd say a, a medium small, and he had he a long yellow like beak. The,
0: you sent me the pictures, and it kind of looked like the little starling bird. Yeah, he was see a good-looking
1: bird. I, I felt bad, and I felt sad, and I was also worried. I think somehow that's bad luck, right? That I don't want a bird shits on you. It's a good thing. <laughs> Let's well, see. When, when you've a, got a bird in your grill. when you hit grill. a bird at
0: 130 miles an hour to BMW, good luck. I'm Googling that. I, I don't know if there's any judgments on that one, but. If
1: anybody knows, if that's bad luck, I'm fucked oh, right please, now.
0: please, come on. I do believe in that.
1: You believe in, in it? In luck, yes. Some people are lucky, and some people are unlucky. Well,
0: won't your lucky twos uh, protect you from this? Not from How many twos in your bankroll will you don't protect you in luck? from a bird? You don't believe in luck. No.
1: Okay. You're you're telling me that you haven't been lucky in life. No. Let's say you're. Well, you're,
0: no, no. I. Here's how I look at all of it, good and bad. Like I consider, like uh, you know, cancer's luck. Everything luck is like there's odds there's statistics you're a lucky guy coming you from can, where but you can ascribe luck to anything it's a it's a it's a random magical thinking judgment but no i don't i'm a lucky but
1: person and you're a lucky
0: person i if like we were to not- play i'd like to play with it it's fun to go hey let's take a look at this
1: okay? yes you and i come from places where we don't opportunities don't come our way statistically speaking we well, should be back in our little opportunities <laughs> yeah there, we should be back in our shitty little towns on yeah. the east coast um you know looking forward to i don't know bloody mary on eating? sunday and yes, eating, eating and pizza. fat and 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 just having gone nowhere maybe i'd be an insurance agent and you'd be i don't know i'd what be a the music fuck. teacher at a you, local yeah, school exactly I'd and, be and happy. there you are you 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 left your you left your college berkeley school of music and i think you were you were bartending bartending which is yes. what your expected career trajectory was, was before great. becoming a it. teacher you were bartending but you really had this idea that you wanted to be a joke writer on tv mm-hmm. and someone walks in the fucking bar and says that they're working yeah. on letterman yes and, and and it's the only show i want to work in in the on the in the, in the, world. the whole world. And right. somehow. That landed in your lap in the least likely place, some sort of bar on the bay in Boston mm-hmm. Harbor, uh, where you're serving daiquiris and shrimps and, and fried shit and, and clam chowder and whatever. You're supposed to be on the path to loserdom. Muscles of Groton. We yeah, had it. Muscles, you're supposed they to be. Were really a fun, good. Yeah, you got, did you have to carry out that stinky trash, the fish <clears throat> trash? What a that's stench. What the,
0: that's the Barbacks did yeah, that. I, had I was that an job. oyster shucker. I know how to shuck oysters fast and little nut clams. And you know how to chuck, too. Yeah. Chuck, and you're oh, yeah. the a car chucker. shucker and a chucker. I'm <laughs> a shucker and
1: a chucker. I'll shuck and chuck. And so you should be that music teacher thinking about your retirement right now. Your kids should be on opioids. They should be part of the epidemic. <laughs> you should be all fucked up. There should be wow. just problems. So this is all luck? Yes. This person walks in the bar. Now, <clears> granted, <throat> you seize the opportunity, but the listener should know That that this this woman it was a woman right she walked in the bar Harriet what's that
0: Harriet was her name Harriet (laughs) yeah
1: and how many Harriets are in the world think about that
0: she was also a model Harriet the model beautiful blonde model named Harriet I know her and she's she then went on to work for David Mamet after that think about Uh, that wordy wordy another hostess I guess he was based in Boston he's now out here in L A so you just got incredible by the way audience he's a Porsche driver.
1: You got incredibly fucking lucky. Because Maybe. then what did you do? She gave you the number of somebody? Or I
0: just recognized an opportunity oh, that was in front of me.
1: So many people who worked for David Letterman were walking into that <laughs> bar in Boston. Okay,
0: well, let's take this apart. Because this kind of plays into the problem I have with most of society right now. Not most, but a big chunk of society who doesn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> that, this magical thinking. Okay, so <clears throat> tell me how luck... <laughs> made her move from New York at that precise moment and go work for that place. Do you see what I mean? She's just on her own trajectory. Exactly, it's just an intersection. I think a, these moments are in front of all of us. I don't think they're a, lucky, and I think you just need to open your eyes to them. Well, I
1: agree with you. They're you opportunities. have to, when
0: opportunities come, when this magic lucky moment comes,
1: <laughs> you got to seize the yes. fuck out of it. Otherwise, it just walks away, and you don't know better. So what did you do after Harriet walked in the bar? You got a number and you pursued it, right? Yes.
0: And here you are now. With you. With me. Discussing it. Discussing it, right? <laughs> it is no. Yeah, it's great. I just don't believe in luck. That's I all. I know. I'm I've saying. always had good fortune. Good opportunities have come my way. I have avoided You're a certain type of personality like I am and many of the people that we know who get after it. Who are like we have no choice. We just get after it. We work hard. We're very good at recognizing opportunities, but I've also stated on a lot them. of bad things that could
1: have happened to me. I did not live <laughs> my life well. Could have, and and I could, and it would have been very easy for me for a different you know path to have unfolded. Right, but these for are me.
0: decisions you knew in high school like i knew in high school right and a senior like and nothing against my hometown i love it but this was not where i needed to be at that moment right now i might go i feel like i could go back to my hometown now buy a canoe and bartend and be really happy and play out the next few yeah i absolutely could i think that's the beginning of senility I don't think it's that, not. I, yeah, I think so. No, it's it's just that, you, you know, you kind of go on the field for a while. You play the game, and then it's it's more of a retirement idea. <laughs> I could do that.
1: Become 300 but, pounds an
0: alcoholic. Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's the plan you're talking Why, about. I'm on
0: that plan right now. I want to get 300 pounds. I mean, who is – is? do you guys know anybody who's eating right right now through this thing? Nobody. Nobody. It's really hard. I mean, there are only a couple things we can do, and eating is one of them, right? So everybody's baking bread, and, you know, good luck trying to get flour here in L.A. Everybody's baking sourdough loaves for some reason. I'm cooking like a maniac for my family and having fun, but eating and watching TV, Zuckerman, and driving. And driving. Pondering.
1: I met a guy who says he doesn't believe in the coronavirus, Okay, and now you're going to get me going. I just want to let me finish this thought. Okay, go ahead. And I won't express it. He also is a big believer in God, which yes. yes. So he does not believe in a in a virus that has been proven to be established.
0: That has killed a friend of mine. But yes, he
1: he doesn't believe in a deadly virus, but he believes. Yes. In God. And mind you, he also believes to the extent that there is a virus that it's a conspiracy theory mm. and i Very start to think i start to think in my head that the ultimate conspiracy theory is god yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and then um, that's a good quote Zuckerman, and, and, then and it's true and then i'm wound out all day long thinking about all of the things about organized religion and i'm not saying i'm a, 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 i do believe in the whole in some sort of a spirit i like to believe in that but organized religion talk about a conspiracy Holy theory. Holy shit, is it a
0: conspiracy? Is it? Cons- yeah. Yes. I mean, look, yes is the only way to say that. It doesn't make any sense. It, organized religion has not made sense to me since I was in Sunday school, since I was going to church. I was just going and being told these lies, going, what are you talking about? Noah's Ark? What?
1: Okay, here's my tip off. Yes. And I got, again, I'm going to say I got lucky because yep. I noticed something. Because my parents, out of what they thought were, it, were the, it was their duty, brought us to the synagogue once a week. Yes, and I noticed probably about the time I was ten or eleven that Rabbi Elliot Spar at Temple Beth Shalom wore a wig, and he had a big <laughs> Beatles toupee. See, he cared on, about t- his hair, right? And what I started to think, like he needed it really, I can probably artic- I could, probably couldn't have articulated it then, but I knew. That he was a phony. Why does the man of God, yeah. who's supposedly all right in the way you're supposed to be all right, need to be wearing this shower cap with hair all over it? Yes, and that was the tip off to me that this guy's a phony, and I shouldn't believe him.
0: Well, I've been going bonkers. I mean, first of all, there've been a number of really wonderful comeuppances for folks who are protected by Jesus's blood. I don't need a mask. And then you see him on TV. I'm pro- I'm protected by God's blood. I'm protected by Jesus' blood. And then two weeks later, they're in the hospital with a respirator down their throat, the Jesus blood. There was a story I read of someone the other day who this this gentleman who was protected by the Jesus blood, as he put it, and who is now doing an interview to go, look, I was wrong. I didn't know what I was talking about. This virus, it has nothing to do with church. It has nothing to do with God. And it it almost killed me. And I'm sorry. I posted on Facebook the opposite. We're dealing with this here in the west side of L.A. on this, my favorite app next door, which I love. You know, I wish I could say the names and tell you what these people are saying. But Zuckerman, I can't resist it when there's a post about, hey, Garcetti's guidelines. Can you just can you just wear a mask when you leave your house and when you're around other people? It's not hard. And they start to say, you're not going to tell me you're not going to violate my civil liber- uh, liberties. Tell me what to do it 's illegal, and i 'm not going to wear a mask and, you and know, if you're st- afraid you should stay home with your mask on because, I'm gonna- well and i and i and I always write something like if you think wearing a mask is hard, where do you have to wear a respirator <laughs> 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 put the plastic into your lungs that 's going to be kind of hard too, but they always have these these guys and and they have these really weird reasons. this is a conspiracy. One fella who I'm not going to mention, who is apparently a reputable accountant in uh, in the city. Well, I won't even say the city, but somewhere on the West LA. I don't. I, I don't have any problems. One guy said this is a conspiracy by the state to reset the economy, and I'm not going to fall for it. And you people shouldn't fall for it either. Now, this guy is people are trusting their tax information to this guy. (laughs) A A (laughs) A lunatic. And he believes that it's a conspiracy. The virus was created. It was then spread worldwide to, in his words, whatever reset the economy is, reset Mm. the state economy by bankrupting all of us, bankrupting all the companies, bankrupting the state, now you've got your reset, and now, now the Democrats have what they want. What? What is that? You know the 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 way this guy is advertising his business, like the level of craziness, like you're talking about, and the level of upset over the simple, just hey, everybody, can you protect everybody? Just put a goddamn mask on when you're around other people. So I don't I, understand it. It's yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. Whether I'm a Democrat
1: or Republican, I think that I can't say that we're handling this perfectly. I think I think think that there is goodwill on a lot of the uh, on a lot of the leaders to try to handle this thing and protect people. And yes, we're all suffering huge economic setbacks that I'm not happy about. But to think that this is a plan. It's right up there with the the chemtrails. The planes <laughs> yeah, are spraying shit out. I know. The post office is doing stuff to us. All the nutty stuff. And I think that people, again, we're almost back to the to the religion people, thing
0: we need to make sense of something it's, people are primitive that's what the, i'm learning right, is you, like there's a there's, there's a, a, a large segment need, of our population that is primitive primitive like a tribe living in the middle of brazil that's been isolated from humanity and you can say anything to them and they will believe it they will right. identify with it they're afraid but
1: they're, yes they will identify because they need to make sense in a way that that they that they can understand right
0: but in this day and age, Zugman, this is the analogy that I like to think about, is if this were uh, the World War II and London was being decimated every night by bombing, these are the folks who would go, you can't tell me to go down to the shelter. I'm going to go out and I'm going to walk. I have a right to walk out there. And I would open the door for them and go, go ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> go of course, walk. And, and you can, and it's funny enjoy because- the walk and, and screw me for trying to protect you. You simple-minded idiot!
1: And then the latest, the, the latest um, thing that I'm seeing is that little snippet, the, the meme about uh, Kramer doesn't want to wear a ribbon. This is America. I don't need to wear a ribbon, and everyone else. What is, is that? You haven't seen that. There's Is that a, on Seinfeld? Yes, on Seinfeld. Everybody's oh. marching along and they're wearing a <clears throat> ribbon. Yeah. And he doesn't want to wear the
0: ribbon. Well, I understand and that. And then he says, it's America. I yeah. don't.
1: I can, I, don't <clears throat> I can wear whatever I want. But
0: wearing the ribbon isn't going to kill you or kill somebody else. Right. That's, that's the difference. I mean, it's really, if you think of it, just like, you know, again, and I may have told this story, but forgive me. When I was 15, I felt like these people, right? I was young, I was arrogant, and I was stupid, and I got a job at a hospital. And I had to spend a day learning how to wash my hands, in my opinion. It was germ control, Zuckerman. Uh And I, at the end of the day, I came home and told my friends, I go, these idiots just wasted eight hours of my day trying to teach me how to wash my hands (laughs) and how to keep this. Two weeks later, I was in the hospital. (laughs) I was in the hospital two weeks later because I didn't follow their goddamn rules. They were right. This invisible, silent menace that is apolitical, apolitical—it just wants to eat my human body, was there, and I wasn't smart, and I didn't just take reasonable actions, and I touched shit, and I touched my face, and 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 I was in in the hospital. I was in in the hospital, Zuckerman. Not at the hospital. That's where I learned the lesson. Try to take care of yourself. Anyway, let's talk about cars.
1: Let's talk about cars, Zuckerman. We got yeah, plenty. Why do of... we talk about all this? I want to apologize to everyone. We were just oh, rambling. Fuck that. No, and, I and... want to talk
0: about this stuff. You know fuck what? Fuck you. I'll tell you something else. Hey, don't point at me, Ferris, and I'll break that finger. It's a friendly point. It's a friendly point. I didn't I didn't mention this. I get a lot of messages from health workers, DMs. We, we talked about this. Matt Far and I talked about it last week. And these people are on the front lines of this stuff. And some of their friends have died. Mm. And, you know. They don't have time to be screwing around on Nextdoor or any of these other apps. And, you know, they said, thank you for saying that. We're having a problem with this stuff. We don't know, you know, at times we don't know why we're risking our lives when we've got a portion of the the citizenry out there who's just getting sick almost on purpose and spreading these lies. And you know what? One of them said they're getting, when they see them in their surgical greens, they're getting crap on the sidewalk. Why? It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Like they want to put on ten tons of protective gear for a twelve-hour shift, and as as I uh, sweat like a whore, right? Just be a mess and have the mask dig into their faces to perpetuate a hoax. Good lord! Anyways, don't get me going, Zuckerman. I, I'm having enough trouble being fake angry right now. Um, I see cars, GT. 3.2 says, This is the guy who reposts us all the time. Right. I see cars being added to the Z collection, so what will be leaving the stable soon? Oh, good question. Well, you want me to answer? Because well, if you look around, it's QA. I just, put, a. Yeah. I
1: just put two car. Oh, you're getting smart with me, huh? <laughs> Do I want yeah, you to get smart? I asked okay. the question. Yes. Go and ahead. so I did put two cars in a truck. I did put my two Turbos. Whoa. My two. And two really beautiful special cars. And my Mice and Blue, PTS Mice and Blue 997.2 Turbo, and my Signal Green 997.2 Turbo S. I put on a truck. Wow. And they are going to be for sale. Where are they? Who's selling them? You know what? Top Gear. That's right. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Wow. And they, so,
0: they're known for a lot of, uh, I don't know them personally, but I know very their big, ads. They have a lot of paint-to-sample cars, yeah, right? Yeah, they're,
1: they're right for the 997s. And I felt that as I looked around my collection, and I want to make more sense of it, and and, and those cars are like special pieces. You put them on Instagram, you get a lot of likes. Uh, they get a lot of crowd approval. But at the end of the day, I wasn't using them enough and they're t- it's time for them to go to somebody. You're doing else. a curation pass. Yes, and I've so, seen
0: I've seen collectors on this pass. I've seen the lead up for it. I'm not surprised by any of this. You, in particular, were on just a a war path of buying impulsively on Thursdays and Fridays. There was a time I like that <laughs> where every Thursday and Friday, either you or Signy, were just like, hey. I got something new, almost just to send on the text thread. And you started to acquire a lot of cool cars, but not iconic or perfect preservation like the rest of your collection. And then there got to be a little bit of a glut here of Uh, those cars.
1: There is something to be said about someday, sometimes you... I want to buy things that are not that expensive and not that precious so that I can drive them and not worry about them.
0: Right. No, you drive those cars more often than not, and they are incredible drivers, and they do have a value, but you also have an incredible car collection. Right,
1: and when I look at at my 997s, the turbos are great, and I really, really did like them, but I've got an RS 4.0, and I've got a GT3. Right, and those are the cars that are are the ones to keep in the nine nine seven the... category. And I, but I will tell anybody that is it, the nine nine seven is one of the greats out there. It is a great car.
0: The Mice in Blue is you're going to miss that car.
1: That was especially a favorite. I'll tell you why I was ready to let go of it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the the lefts the bolster the on the seat. That's a seat issue. It's the seat issue. The bolster on the seat where you sit, the left side where you enter, started to lose its shape a little bit. Now, that's a very easy fix. But every time I opened up the door and I saw that, I said, uh, I said, hmm. I can't do it. I, you know, it was, it was ruining my experience.
0: Do you understand that? Totally. And
1: I could have fixed it. <laughs> no, there's
0: with, with the life of every car that you've worked on, there comes to be the straw that breaks the camel's back, and you go, "That's it, I'm done." It's such a minor issue. It could and so, by the way, it's some the next seller, the next buyer benefits greatly from yeah, that because, because, because he'll you fix just, that, and the car will be perfect, right? And then but he I, goes, "I don't understand why the guy sold this car. It just had that. It wrong just with had it. that, and that was the That's only so thing.
1: Otherwise." it it's a perfect car but that that was like that was the tipping point otherwise i cherished that car but that was the point that said okay that means it's time to go when i start noticing something like that it's time to go
0: well yeah that's good that's and exciting as cars come in cars must go and you certainly have a lot of great cars here i drove the uh, zagato yesterday i mm. took that out for a buzz uh, Will Hoyt wants us to put 500 miles on it. I think I put two. <laughs> I drove Fantastic. from my house to the coffee shop. I didn't go to Malibu because I knew it was going to be a mess out there. But boy, was that again? You know that drive. Hit, you know, and I got out of the GT2 RS, and I, and again, I'm having this quarantine car experience that it's not happened to me before, where these new cars don't carry me away enough. So I brought the GT2 RS back after one day, got into the Zagato, took one drive, and there was the smile. There was the smile. There's the smile. And sometime in the next
1: matter of months, I will be getting my 58 Speedster back. Oh. And that's going to be the fantastic, kill every other car in the collection car. That's going to be the one. And then I'll have that Daytona, too. I saw a
0: picture this morning of Steve McQueen and his wife in their black Speedster. Did you see that shot? Yes. Did you see the front license plate frame? Century Motor Sales, Mm -hmm. Alhambra. That's the same place 8-Ball was originally sold. Isn't that interesting?
1: When I get that 58 Speedster, that's the only car I'm going to want to drive for the longest time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's going to be great.
1: Three years. And people were wondering... Last week, you why I wasn't in, you said uh, I had back pain. And that's true. And that, what did I say exactly? You said, I think you said that I had it because I was just existing. Mere existence <laughs> was causing my back to hurt. What happened to his back? It's just life. It's just life. And that's true. Because three years ago, almost, I was in a terrible accident in that. Right. The cat right, people, right. And that really jacked my back up. But good. And I don't want to get shots or have surgery so every so often it flares up big
0: right and here you are and here i am well we had fun with matt farah i'm going on matt's show later today which is always a treat um some sort of zoom youtube thing ask another
1: question ferriston
0: operation i'm I'm using this uh, i'm kind of skating along here looking for the next question all sorts of comments people want us to have pebble beach Out at Bill's uh, from Mini Maxi Pugs, our friends with the pugs. They're not the Steve Levy. Why don't you just ask us to infect ourselves at Bill's? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Graham loves cars. How did we get to know each other? Me and Zuckerman, we lived on the same street, Doheny Drive, and we both drove cars, and now we're friends. Um, The the new Targa is out. Everybody wants to know our take on the new Targa. I like it from the outside, not the inside. I just, here's what makes me laugh about that. Is there a take on a Targa? Do you, do we, do you and I even have takes on targets? Okay. Because I don't think historically, unless it's a Targa from the 70s, that I have a take on a
1: Targa. I think that this latest Targa that they did with the 991 really got my attention. I didn't quite get the Targa, say, in the 993 with the big sliding glass roof that was so heavy. Uh. I liked the look of the 991 Targa. I just found it to be a, a, a kind of cynical packaging exercise on the part of Porsche because you would be getting the Targa also as a 4S GTS. They added so, much, so many bits and pieces and extras the way they sold these Targas in L.A. that these things were almost $200,000. Did you know that? And then if you drove it, you didn't get any air. You were so deep in it, it was so well engineered to protect you from the elements, you didn't even get the benefit.
0: New prices are one hundred twenty and four S one thirty six. That's where they start. Okay. Here's some stats. Base target four. Three liter twin turbo engine flat six making three hundred and seventy nine horsepower, four S four hundred and forty three horsepower. What is the nine ninety two Carrera S? Three three eighty or three ninety oh, somewhere up something there? Something like that. It's fast as fuck. PDK clutch uh, gearbox standard which you would want uh, Porsche torque vectoring limited slip I don't know these cars I always felt are for people who appreciate exterior styling more what? they look cooler they're a little wider and that's about it if that's how you kind of process how you want a car I don't know that I would ever buy a new targa you I buy would buy the cabriolet I and- buy the coupe or the cab this this middle ground I get it I think early on in my Porsche trajectory, if I were just starting over again, I would be attracted to them because they look good. But The target makes a lot of sense in an early
1: 9-11. That reasoning doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah. Plain and simple. All right, let's get back to the questions here, Zuckerman. And I'm pulling them off Instagram, so you have to just be patient with me Most here.
1: People seem to <clears throat> be curious about BMWs.
0: Oh, someone, and it was uh, my wife actually, asked me this question. He goes, how are you three sharing cars in the quarantine? And I said, that's a pretty good question. We trust each other. How can you be safe? We believe. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I I don't know. I know Moise probably thinks about it more than me and Zuckerman think about it. But in general, the cars kind of sit unused for at least two or three days between us, right? Is it really going to last longer than that if, say, you sneeze all over the dash? Right. (laughs) Right? right. I mean, they are just sitting in here for five days at a time or a week before using. So, you know, Alcantara, has there been any research with COVID on Alcantara? (laughs)
1: Hey, Al.
0: Hey, I'm Alcantara. How you doing? Yeah. You know, Alcantara is one of the cheapest kind of fabrics you can put in a car.
1: And and I thought it was so special. The first time I saw that. Back in about 2000, when I got my yeah. original M5, I was like, wow, look at that stuff.
0: Have either of you had any interest in 80s and 90s JDM sports cars, Toyota, Nissan, Subaru? Would you guys share some thoughts if you have them? I leave that to Matt Farah, Dirty it's Harry. It's a
1: niche, but uh, <clears throat> not for me.
0: I can't. Yeah, you just can't be interested in everything. I like them. I, I do like them. I like the old... Uh, Skylines, what is the old Toyota and, from the 60s? The 2000? Well, yeah, the, the 2000 GT. That's I a like really I like that car cool. a lot. I would yeah. consider that. I think that's cool, but uh, it's more of a novelty. Um, you did like Everybody that, wants that, us to plan Z the 904 that's at Gooding, the red one, which is a beautiful car. I did look into that. It is quite, quite
1: expensive. Three, two... I think it was two four two five firm. Wow And that obviously by the way, that's a repaint. That didn't come from the factory in red, but that's what some guy did to it in the seventies when he bought it out of the back of a uh, newspaper magazine. So I like that part of the story. Uh and that's the way those cars were sold. Have back you driven to.
0: one? No. They're fun. They're they're a little kind of squinchy inny, you have to kind of squinch in for is me it to smaller say smaller
1: than the Zagato? No. The same? No, it is.
0: Yes, it is. You know, Matt Farah sat in the Zagato when we did the podcast last week, and he goes, so "I fit in here." His head was kind of up like that, up against the roof, <laughs> but he actually fit in pretty well for a big guy. He's six one, I think. Um, but the nine, yeah, the nine hundred four is a little—you're a little it's squinched. Teeny. but it's yeah, and your feet are kind of squinched. It's okay; it's an okay driving experience. It's such a beautiful but car, but I wonder. You know, when I drove it, I just wondered, would I really take this out on the road all, a lot? You were small and low. Yeah. I don't know if that's the race car I would take out on the road. I would take out a 9083 in two seconds, so, open cockpit, on the road, wherever you want me so to go. So here's
1: a question of getting to this 904. If the 904 is in the price range of, say, $2.5 great examples are a little higher. Maybe a bad example
0: is a little less. But that is the same as a Ferrari 275.
1: You're in that same neighborhood Well, of value.
0: Well, how about an RSR, 911 RSR from 73, 74? Okay, there you go. That's a very drivable car. So which of
1: those three, of those three cars? RSR,
0: no, yeah, without question. But how like, good looking
1: is that Ferrari? 275 GTB4, wow. They're great, but I'm a
0: Porsche guy primarily. Okay. <laughs> That's, and That's I just, a- you know, in Jerry's Rock, which I have driven a lot, on the track and on the road you really that you can just drive that thing you get the right exhaust on it you can drive anywhere you want in it it's great think about the usability factor usability zuckerman is the key to all of this nobody wants to drop three mil on a car that then just sits in a hangar and impresses people on a saturday when they come by you want to be able to get into it now this is what i love about this car business you know i was talking to serio a friend who runs aston martin new england I said, you know, how are you guys doing? How are the salesmen doing? He goes, stuff is selling right now. The guys with money are sitting around. They've never been sidelined like this. They don't know what to do. And the one thing they can do is drive. And they are acquiring cars. To his opinion, the market is pretty healthy right now for car sales. And I and I understand that. What else can you do? Go ahead, Zucker. What do you got? Uh, well, you can do some stuff. <laughs> shuck and shock. <laughs> okay surprised to see spike in the roof documentary really you were were you that surprised i uh i'm a big fan of the roof uh and alois 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 alice 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 um great people love it when i mispronounce his name um okay i wasn't surprised to be in it but thank you for looking at it i forgot i was in it i want to check that out let me know where i where it was um this is a great question from King Dan 84 Any update, and this isn't the great part, on the 288 GTO that Zuckerman was searching for? No, he was just saying something out loud. He is not seriously pursuing the GTO.
1: And that car was sold, by the way. It was. The, Stuart Copley had that car, the one that I was thinking about. Oh, yes. Oh. Okay.
0: And he sold it. Wait, just wait. I'm waiting. Wait nine months. You get that car for eighty grand. <laughs> Here's the question I love. Awful for, for Spike on my brilliant friend HBO's incredible drama. I'm adding incredible. Are you Team Solara or Karachi? Those are the two mobsters. Michelle Solara is badass. Uh, Stefano Karachi is driving a Fiat Fiat 1600 Spider, which is red, and I believe Michelle Solara is in a Fiat 1100. Little guy, four-door, Fiat blue, the coolest car. And I, I'm a Solara guy. The mobsters in the blue Fiat, I believe 11, 1100. I'm not an expert in 1950s Fiats, but I believe it's a, those guys doing bad things in that tiny little clown car. I am on team Solara for sure. Stefano Karachi in his red C- sixteen hundred spider, is in a mi- a million scenes driving around through this dirt road town in this beautiful red little uh, Fiat. I thought it was an Alpha, but maybe it's a Fiat. But. Uh, Karachi can't keep his wife in line. <laughs> it ruins the driving experience. You know, if he could keep his business going and if he could keep his wife in line, Leela, and keep her from sleeping with the professor's son at the beach, then maybe I would be on Team Karachi. But uh, the Solaris, Sexist. they're bad guys. They've got cool car choices. They, they knock heads, they stab. They're not the, the, the good people in the show, but, but they, they, they're clearly the winner in the car game. Thank you for letting me say that. I'm already feeling much better, Zuckerman. That's why it was important for me to get this, you know. I, I think the people of West L.A. next door need a break for me, frankly. So it was important that I came here and just vented a little bit, okay? Now I feel a lot better.
1: Should we I don't organize like... a next door meet and greet when this is over, so everyone so, can see their funny their opposition?
0: Should... Yes, I am confident that I am uh, arguing with eighty year old men with disabilities, which I should not be doing.
1: <laughs> but... Why <are> you? <laughs> I think <mean>, you should <laughs> because shouldn't. there's such
0: an there's an equality. You just see a name and you just treat them like an equal. But I but I'm sure <laughs> I'm beating up on elderly people and I should stop. But. One of my uh, one of my cohorts there, this this old lady who's on Team Spike on Next Door, she said, "Why don't we get together and have coffee with some of these folks and you know meet each other and talk?" And I thought that would be really fun. They don't want to come anywhere near it. And one of the guys said, "I'm going to bring my gun." Really? Yeah. Come on,
1: I would beg that now guy I to Goog- show up. Please I Googled- come with your gun. I want to see your gun. He's show a me a real your gun. tough guy. And he- I want to see him
0: with his gun. And he he will. Uh, well, he won't write, you're a clown. He goes. He calls us bottom feeders. You're a couple of bottom feeders and clowns. And then he puts the emoticon or the emoji of a oh, clown up there. Real tough guy. And I think he's a former cop that oh, might have been around during you're the riots. But, come um, with your gone. It's laughable. But we were serious. We we're like, hey, come on. We can all still be friends and still argue about this stuff. But no, they don't want anything to do with it, oh. and, he, and By the way. You know, hat, tip of the hat to next door. They do a great job with, with shutting down all of these conversations. You just have to kind of flag them, and then they get rid of them, because really it's not, about, it's not supposed to be Facebook. It's not supposed to be Twitter. It's supposed to be a place for all of us to go without that crap Ooh. and just have a good time. That's that amazing.
1: is very funny.
0: Okay. The GTO update, we're there. Okay, here we go. Pablo Chimbo, <laughs> your friend from down uh, south. Jeep Wrangler or a pickup truck for daily commute between school and work?
1: You answer that.
0: You know what? It's a tough call. Uh, the jeeps aren't so good on the highway mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. one place where i you know i love jeeps i want a jeep right now but when you get them on the highway they don't necessarily flow they don't move smoothly down the road they're a little rough you and gotta keep there's a lot of play in the steering a lot of play in the steering you got to keep your hands on the wheel now if you're going to be off-roading you're going to be just driving around your town that's cool but i i think you might get tired of the ride the right truck right what do we like for trucks I've always been a fan of Ford trucks, right? Raptors we, I are my have favorite. A, I love Raptors. I have an
1: F-150 for um, that kind of stuff, and yeah. they they really do it well. But, boy, is that thing big. It's a four-door F-150. It's a big boy. Yeah,
0: but they're mid sized trucks. Even the Toyota trucks that aren't takes so bad. a
1: lot of gas. That has got a, 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 yeah. a you get incredible range on that.
0: Pickup truck, I feel yawn. I love pickup trucks. I love throwing stuff into the back of a pickup truck. So um, I'm just going to say pickup truck. I'm going to say that. Okay. Is there a Porsche that you would love to have that is never, uh, uh was never offered new? For example, air-cooled Targa Turbo 993 Speedster. Well, we knew where there was one of those. G-Series with all-wheel drive. Mm. What cars? I would love them to make a 356, a new 356. I would love yeah. to see the uproar over that choice that would be cool what about you zuckerman
1: for absolutely i would love (laughs) to see some reissues like that
0: i wouldn't want it to be like the volkswagen beetle
1: yeah that was later incarnations too too playful
0: too playful right but i would like you know maybe freeman thomas uh card designer could reinvent the 356 in a way he's a you know a diehard 356 fan he probably has a lot of great ideas wouldn't that be cool
1: that would be fantastic
0: um okay looking to get my first 911 oh I think I have narrowed it down to this is DP Britain DP Britain Suckerman that's who it is yeah, yeah. DP I got the DP play double penetration <laughs> <laughs> Wow oh. it took you a long time to pick up on the DP oh. porn category okay I don't <laughs> watch as much porn as you. <laughs> Oh man. Um I think I've narrowed it down to. Here we go. 9972 4S or Turbo or Turbo S. Okay. Your thoughts. One. Do you live in a weather zone? Do you live in a place with rain and snow? All-wheel drive, 4S, Turbo, Heavy. Turbo S. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I would go I would go for the 997 S GTS something like that. Mm-hmm. or gt3 uh well not that but if i was going to go 997 i'd want to go 997.1 turbo because that's got the mesger engine and the 997.2 they they then went to the regular engine so get the 997.1 turbo with a six speed uh and then you've got a real collector piece i like
0: that that's good advice zuckerman i'm not even going to jump on that one mm-hmm. constantine mamakos these names Mamacos? Mamekos. Hey,
1: man 718
0: Spider plus 992 Turbo S or 991 GT3 as value play versus 991 Speedster. What does he mean by that? He threw three cars versus the 991 Speedster? As a value play? As a value play? I think 991... Is he asking what the most valuable car in that
1: grouping is? The 991 Speedster is going to hold its value better than any other car. You think? Oh, oh yeah, this, as, this, as new, in speedster. Grouping, this yes, new speedster. This new speedster. Yes. in the grouping he's given, I think you get a, I think the nine nine one point one GT three is a lot of car for, for an ever less amount of
0: money. I agree. I thought he meant nine nine seven speedster. I was going to say wait, those weren't quite that good. Um, I agree. You know, uh, our neighbors uh, and friend Stacy's been driving his new speedster, loving wow. It's what a great a car, gorgeous car. What blue is it again? Mirror blue? blue. Mirror. Like a mirror mm-hmm. cat. Growing up, Spike, did you have a dream car that you always wanted to have someday? It was a 72 Mustang Mach something or other. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. all I yeah. wanted. And I wanted it because I thought I Louvers. could afford it someday. I also liked all of the old Triumph cars and the MGs and the MGBs because I could fit in them. I thought they were cool. In that time period, I liked any car, any tough guy car that had louvers
1: on the rear yeah, window. right. And that was a Mustang.
0: I thought the only type of people that drove Porsches were dicks, country club assholes, BMWs, same thing, snobs, show-offs. I had it all wrong. I had it all wrong. But now I like pretty much everything. I like anything with a motor. Yep. We're, I've been riding my taco minibike almost every day out in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you see a goofball on an orange taco minibike with no helmet blasting around on his grass. You ran over a snake yesterday? No, I was on, every night the boys and I take a ride on our electric vehicle. So I'm on that electric bike, and they're on electric scooters, and we happened upon what I believe is a gopher snake that had just been run over in the middle of the street. And, of course, I snapped a quick picture and sent it to you. And you responded with the bird through the grill picture, which I just thought you'd pulled off the Internet. Had I known, I would have showed way more interest in that. But The electric bikes, that's Sondor's electric. Sondor. Is you know it's a perfect disaster mobile. I, I love driving it in disaster scenarios. There's just something about the freedom of it. You get everything that a motorcycle gives you, but it's silent. And I don't know. I I really love that quiet thing.
1: speed up to the scene of the disaster.
0: I don't, it, Secret agent Ferriston. We have a blast. You know what we do? So we get on. It's right before bedtime. So we wait for it to get dark, like pitch black. We've got all sorts of LED lights, and they're on these little Razor E300 scooters that. The boys and I have been modifying on a weekly basis. We're upping batteries. Tonight, we're putting a new motor in jacks. We're putting variable throttles instead of the on-off. And then we take these things out, headlights in front, lights in the back, and we go jamming up to a park in the woods near our house, like this quiet park way up in the hills of Brentwood where there are mountain lions and bobcats. And, uh, you know, there's nobody there. And we go blasting around there. It really is wonderful. And this is pre-bedtime. Huh? This is is pre-bedtime. But you know what it feels like? You're like a Do you remember, Zuckerman? Do you remember any of this? Like when you're a kid and you're on a street and it's pitch black and the cool air is hitting you. And you're going faster than you should. Yes. That's what we're doing. We're doing it every night, and then we come back and we eat yogurts and stuff. We did nice. that, and
1: we used to go and shoot our BB guns at this guy's uh, lights, and then one day, <laughs> and and we would do that in the dark with just that feeling. And, I'm not and that was all, about that, all fun until he <laughs> let his Dobermans out,
0: and <laughs> that cured that. <laughs> we used to take uh, rocks on the bikes and just throw them at the road signs as we went by, Pow! or uh, we would collect the apples. This is real West Bridgewater stuff. We'd get a big pail of apples, drill holes in them, and put firecrackers in them and have firecracker apple fights. We went and watched Apocalypse Now,
1: and at the end... They call in the B 52 strikes, (laughs) arc light, arc light. And that's where the B 52s come in. So we decided to make Molotov cocktails and go, arc light, arc light, and light them on fire and throw them into the road to see (laughs) what would happen. I don't recommend it.
0: I don't tell my kids those stories. Right now it's just cool air. Arc light. And (laughs) dead snakes. Um. Okay, what is the correct Canyon Run etiquette when you were behind a nicer, faster? By the way, if you noticed, like, people are driving slow again? For some reason, there's a not, pandemic, we, so driving slowly. Not on the freeway yesterday. No, it's faster. No, but I mean mixed with those fast drivers like you. There's also seen to people who have slowed down in the left lane, like, there's a pandemic. I can't drive fast. i gotta tell you something. I noticed people passing me.
1: and. If someone's passing <laughs> me, that's scary. <laughs> it's Autobahn, That's right. that, That's scary shit. And people were passing me. And average traffic yesterday on the 5 and the 405 was 90 miles an hour. That was the average yeah, speed. Yeah, that's been going on, on the 405. That was, that was the flow of traffic was 90. And I'm comfortable going 90. When guys pass me going 110 in little Hondas, <laughs> I
0: think that's, that's fucking crazy. All right, I know you have to leave in a minute. Um, I want to just get to a few more questions. Correct Canyon run etiquette when you were behind a nicer, faster car, but they're not driving at the correct speed. What is the correct speed in the Canyon? Josh Burr. Flash the Brights. Look, Zuckerman and I are both going to tell you the same thing. We are now part of what we call Flash the Brights movement. It used to be a rude move, but I have now had a second opinion about this, which is the following. These people driving slowly in the passing lane are breaking the law. They are supposed to let, they're supposed to pull to the right. And in the canyon, let the guy who wants to go fast to go faster. Yes.
1: And there's usually turnouts. So, Get the fuck over. Be aware. Situational awareness. Know that someone's
0: behind you that wants to pass you. My friends, if you are not in the mood to drive fast, pull over to the right, and let someone pass. My friends, if you are behind someone and they are not letting you go over, flash them until they do. Most people will pull over after that. If they roll their window down, explain to them. I'm sorry, but I want to pass, and you yeah. are not allowing me to, which is pig. against the law. So flash away. I'm now flashing nonstop, Zuckerman. I will tell you, most people do pull over, and I wave to them and say thank you. Yes, but I'm That's tired true. of. I'm tired of this. You, you, you I'm, t- I'm tired of it. Don't get me going. I don't understand why. I mean, the PCH this weekend, the PCH this weekend. The entire left lane is full. The right lane is empty. So the passing lane now becomes this right. dangerous pass on the right it's, move. It's so, and people are driving 10 miles slower than the speed you limit. Go,
1: you get north of Oceanside on the 5, and there's that long stretch by Camp Pendleton where there's no exits and no services. Everybody's loaded up in the left lane and the far right lane, the slowest lane there Is the one you can go to the face. James O'Bear
0: is raving too. I've been working from home during quarantine. (laughs) uh, O'Bear, driving my wife to her work to keep her off transit uh, with the unwashed masses. Look at you, James. I love that. Good for you. I'm doing the shopping in my house to try to protect my family. This daily chauffeuring riles me up right now because it seems during quarantine that people have completely forgotten how to drive. I think that's what I was trying to articulate. I'm seeing so many lane changes without signals. People just stopping in the middle of the road, left lane, etc. I'm screaming in my head at at people because my kids are in the car and I can't yell, fuckhead out loud. No, you can. Why not? Teach the kids (laughs) when people are acting improperly
1: and how you should act. I'd also notice another thing. People walking in the
0: road with their fucking shirts off. The shirt guys, the no shirt guys. Looking for validation. Well, look, getting back to what he's saying, I understand that you want to set a good example for your kids. And I try not to yell in front of my family or my kids especially, but I do it. And when I do, they always look at me and laugh and I go, look. I'm just kind of letting the emotion out. I'm angry, and it's better if I just yell something rather than roll the window down and flip them off and beep the horn. And now I kind of feel better. But don't you do that. But, James, I I think you're fine. i got to take
1: a leak, and i got to go make some money.
0: Why don't you go do that? Okay. Why don't you leave? I will leave. Goodbye, everyone. You're just going to walk out just like that?
1: You said to leave.
0: Can I record you uh, urinating right now?
1: Fast and furious, lots of bubbles.
0: All right, let's. Can we just do one okay. more question? Yeah. Okay. Have you? We've answered this question before. Can you fight the red light camera tickets in Beverly Hills? Not yeah. generally. Yeah, no. You yeah, can no. fight them. No. Status of Z's crash speedster. We just talked about that. We just talked about it. Let's just look for one good one to go out on. Okay. Uh, paperwork involved in a plan Z? There is none. So, <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Trust. It'll go wrong at some point. Um. All right, there's a lot of questions. We'll have to just, you know, okay, Here, here's what we'll end on with a question for you. Uh, ETA on Mr. Zuckerman's, this must be from a young child, Don9049, on Zuckerman's blue Ferrari Daytona. I see the engine is not installed yet. Do we know what's going on? Yes. This is our closer, so make it good.
1: I believe I'll have that car in six months.
0: <laughs> well, that's it? Yep. There you go. Well ladies and gentlemen the question is how much it will cost. I
1: can't get an idea from, <laughs> from Bruce. I keep saying to him, he asks for money, he says, Can I get a part payment? And I say, What's the total payment gonna be? Give me a number so I know uh, what the goal is. And that's harder. That's a harder that's harder than getting the work out of him. It's getting the number.
0: Okay, I'm going we're not gonna go out on, on that one. We're gonna go on this one. During quarantine, these are troubled times for all of us, Niles says. How have the peanut m and been? Have the mutants gone away in this time of quarantine when you need peanut M&M's the most? I stopped eating those fuckers. <laughs> I, I stopped eating them. I can't eat that shit anymore. I'll tell you what's happened to me. I've started enjoying the mutants more <laughs> than the regular M&M's. They taste better. So there you have it. That's our podcast. Adios. This is what you Go wanted. Oh God. We have some uh, terrific guests coming up. We have no advertising. We're going to be commercial free for the time being, unless I change my mind about that. Uh, Next week, Zuckerman, you know who it's going to be. Um, Let's promo him. Who? Well, there's going to be a celebrity, but I think the celebrity, the listeners want to hear, Andreas Pruniger calling in. The man himself, Mr. GT Cars, is calling us from Germany to... uh, Guard the information he has about the new GT models from or Porsche. So, And we can ask him anything we want about the other ones. Or so. Angry Andy, next week on Spikes Car Radio. See you then. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.